All right, great friends. Friday afternoon, and man, my phone started blowing up this morning around 9.30 when people said Christmas has come early. You know we'll jump right into it. Stay with us here. Uh, the Chargers make major changes, and I'm not here to celebrate people's firings. I'm just here to laugh at the just, I mean, ridiculous nature of what has happened to that franchise. Um, and we'll get to it. So listen, let me have a couple of minutes here. I would like to say to everybody um, this weekend, the holiday weekends are kind of starting. Like today it's Friday. I know I've got a holiday party later today. I've got another one on Saturday. I've made plans for Christmas Eve. I'm now all of a sudden focused on my shopping. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Speaking of your shopping, uh, let me suggest to you guys that Tory Holistics and California Holistics, if you love cannabis, or better yet, if somebody you know loves cannabis, this is the best thing to get them for Christmas because people who like weed love to get weed for Christmas or any holiday for that matter, uh, any sort of gift. So Toriolistics and California Listics, our promo code is amazing. It's going to change at the beginning of the new year. So I would suggest to you that you uh, you hit it up while you can right now. Tori's up north. California's down south in Chula Vista. Use our promo code at either store. Amazing. And you will save 20% on all your favorite cannabis brands and products. Hey, another uh, thing I want to talk to everybody about and that is prize picks. Um, yesterday, they gave me an opportunity to make six and a half times my money. I made a $20 play that both quarterbacks in last night's Thursday night football game, both would pass for more than 224 and a half yards. And they did. That $20 wager turned into $130. And I was down. I mean, I, I was like starting to get to the point where I was gonna have to put more money in. Dude, all of a sudden that 130 bucks brought me back. Prizepicks.com slash great friends prizepicks.com slash great friends. They match your first deposit hundred percent up to hundred dollars and get in the game because today we're going to give you our prize picks lock of the day or of the weekend. And um, you're going to want to play it. And then I love that you guys are sending me your picks and you're saying, Hey, help me, uh, you know, play, play my picks. Um, I had one guy last night, send me a, his plays on Twitter and he crushed it everywhere. So um, keep sending me your picks. I'm going to play them. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Hey, um, big shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, who was with us yesterday. And I thought did a great job of just explaining why now's a really great time to buy a house if you can afford it uh, because of the interest rates where they are. And then the Fed this week said, no, we're not going to raise interest rates. There's an expectation that rates will eventually start to come down. So whatever rate you get into today, as the rates come down, your mortgage payments are going to go down. And you're going to be like, wow, I stretched to get to here, but now things are a lot more comfortable. Talk to Gary. He's the pro. 858-376-1299 for Gary Cooper. All right, let's start the show and we'll talk more at the uh, the intermission. Hey, great friends. You know what today is? Oh, Browner, get ready. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, he dropped. But second, it's, can we call it fire day? Instead of Friday. Friday. Oh, it's fire day. Fire day. Wow. I think that's a, I think that's a, I think I like that today. You know, we can call it instead of Friday, we call it fire day. Fire day. Yeah. Wow. Browner should uh, be rejoicing today. His team makes the move. He should be me. the one going fire. Right. Hey, listen, listen, listen. 
I'm in a real bad. I'm in a real bad place right now, bro. Real bad place. Cost me two grand last night, dog. Cost me two grand last night. I had this day lined up. Had it lined up, man. All they had to do. Chargers did last night, dog. My prize picks, dog. I had it lined up. Had it lined up like a little smooth twenty-five. Go make me twenty-two. And they, oh man, just uh, slip right through my fingers. You want to know something? Um, on prize picks yesterday, I did that. Uh-huh. What is it? Ghouls and what? What is it? Demons, demons and ghouls. Okay, I did this play yesterday where I took both quarterbacks to pass for more than two hundred and twenty-four and a half yards, and I gave up early. I'm like, oh, this won't happen because the Raiders are up so big that they'll just stop throwing, and he won't get there. And as for the Chargers, that kid, you know, can't seem to throw it to anybody. So <laughs> it turns out both of these guys won. Uh, they both went more. And I had a $20 play to win 130 bucks. Now it wasn't nice. as sexy as 2,200, but it hit, it hit today. I saw that they're giving you Kevin Durant to score. Like, I don't know, half of a point or something like That's that. That's for Christmas. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah we talked about that yesterday. No, no, I yeah. got that. But when I went on today, I saw this. Oh, so it's Kevin Durant. Oh, it is Christmas. Yeah. yeah look at the, de- look at the time on it. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I see it now. <laughs> They're giving you a 98% discount. Demons mm-hmm. and goblins on prize picks. Hey, I wish they would have had on prize picks yesterday. If the Chargers get beat down and humiliated by the Raiders on Thursday night football on national TV, will Brandon Staley make it until the next morning? And at about 9.30 a.m. this morning, my phone starts blowing up from Charger haters that are saying, dude, this is Christmas. Christmas has come early. I'm so happy. And I'll just, I'm going to just make a quick timeout here for everybody. So I am not rejoicing that two people got fired. But on the other hand, this is professional sports. This isn't your friend who, you know, works a regular guy job and he's making 50 grand a year and dude got fired and you're like, screw him. Good. I'm glad he got fired. No, come on. These are guys that are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. They have both been given ample opportunities. And in a business like professional sports, that is about one thing and one thing only, winning. That's it. That's how you're measured. Brandon Staley has proven over the course of his three seasons, he's not a winning coach in the NFL. He told you he had the right men. He told you he coached his ass off. He told you he had the right assistants. Everything was set up for Brandon Staley to succeed. They paid the quarterback. They gave him two excellent high-priced pass rushers. They gave him help in the secondary. They drafted wide receiver after wide receiver in the first round. They gave Brandon Staley everything that he needed to be successful. And the reason that Tom Telesco also gets fired, and again, Tom Telesco, very, very nice human being as far as I know the guy. But guess what? As a general manager in the NFL, very bad. You can tell me that he drafted the quarterback or that he went out and made a trade for the defensive end or he drafted the other defensive end or he started to work on his line or he happened to get lucky with Austin Eckler and he didn't have to spend as much on a big-time running back. Listen, Tom Telesco made move after move after move that you said, that's Super Bowl caliber rostering right there. Well, guess what? It never really worked. No matter how much they spent, no matter how big the stars were, no matter what positions they played in their impact, it never worked. Guys can't stay healthy. Organization can't get them healthy. These are all issues 
that are, they're all just out there. But Tom Telesco was the guy that was shielding John Spanos because you can't fire the kid. And so now when you lose this game, like the Chargers lost last night, and by the way, if they would have lost to the Chiefs, if they would have lost to anybody else, anybody, anybody else, anybody, I mean, for the most part, last night was a complete and utter humiliation. But to lose to the Raiders, because you got to understand, there's deeper animosity than just a football rivalry between these two organizations. There is an owner-to-owner -owner rivalry between Dean Spanos and Mark Davis, because remember, these were the two laughing stocks. Remember when the meetings went down in Houston years and years ago and the NFL said we're giving L.A. to the Rams and Dean was on one side and like Mark Davis is on the other side and we'll give it to one of these two guys, but we're not sure yet. And they together were like, well, we want L.A. We want to have our own stadium in L.A. We want to be partners. And then you, we all know the story. The Chargers had to go become the, you know, the second fiddle to the Rams and the Raiders went from being dirt poor to kind of being really rich because they got somebody else to build their stadium. They took over Vegas. And Mark Davis now has the kind of money to fire coach after coach after coach. My point is, is that there's a rivalry between these owners that extends way beyond the history of the football rivalry. So to lose to the Raiders on national television and be down 49-0 at halftime to give up 63 points to the Raiders with a first-year, fifth-round quarterback when they've already fired their coach, general manager, and offensive coordinator? I mean, my God, to lose is one thing. But remember, the Raiders were shut out a week ago against the Vikings. They lost 3 nothing. We thought that game set football back. Last night, it may have been entertaining and laughable, but that was pathetic. That's NFL football. So. Firing Telesco, firing Staley, 100% justified. Absolutely the right move for a franchise that has been nationally ridiculed yet again. They may be worth more than ever before, but they are still the same laughing stock that they were in San Diego, only bigger now because of the stage they play on. Chargers fire their head coach and their general manager after being destroyed and humiliated by the Raiders last night. Grande? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I use the word were the laughing stock of the NFL. I would still say they are the laughing stock of the NFL. I don't think anything has changed besides their location. I think Mark Davis, because of the way he looks, and be yeah, he has money now, but he still doesn't know what he's doing with it. And the Spanos family has always been considered the poverty family of the nfl now that mark davis ran into that vegas money and it's it, the thing with the chargers is it's the same story just a different year with different names now you're already seeing this is going to be the most coveted job in the nfl this was the same way that this roster is always the most talented roster and everybody's sneaky super bowl pick right every off season man those chargers they really look good this year same thing every single time the Chargers have fired a head coach. What have they always had? A franchise quarterback ready for the next coach. Nothing's changed. Nothing will change. There's one man in charge, and he employs his son, who is ultimately in charge. And when you come work for this family, you are the fall guy. Or you're a yes man. Tom Telesco was an 11-year yes man. That's why he survived for so long. So you can look at his 
basically empty resume of 11 years what he did there three playoff appearances a losing record zero division titles that's how you survive you say yes to this owner's son at every single time you get asked the question yes sir whatever you want you got it that's how you survive you're the fall guy you will be the fall guy go take that job enjoy yourself nothing's gonna change nothing and we've been saying it, Scott, you've been yelling it every platform you've had. And I've agreed with you every step of the way. And people are, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a hot take anymore. It's a very common perception and thought. As long as Dean Spanos and John Spanos are in charge of football, nothing will change. Nothing. I'm done. No, I know it was dramatic though. The way, the way we kind of let it breathe there for a second, it was dramatic, you know, mm -hmm. nice, nice yeah. job. Nice job. Thank you. Thank By the you. way, excellent work of uh, putting out on social media yesterday. You're like, hey, um, maybe now's a good time to remind everybody <laughs> that a terrific holiday gift yeah. is the Spanos Hater t-shirt on KaplanandCrew.com in our merch shop. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's a Charger Hater t-shirt that you want. I mean, there's a Charger Hater in your life and there is a Spanos Hater in your life. There's a, there's a person in your life that still loves the Chargers but is celebrating today the humiliation of Dean Spanos, which by the way, played itself out on national television last night. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. There's a guy in your life or a girl in your life that still loves the chargers, but absolutely hates Dean Spanos. And then there's other people in your life that, that they, that's it. They're done. It doesn't matter. There's no separation between Spanos and the chargers. So they hate the chargers. The Spanos hater, hater club t-shirts are available. The charger hater club t-shirts are available. And I need to make a quick comment about this. About two weeks ago, Alex sent an email that we send every Friday and hopefully you're on our email list. And it actually mentioned the Spanos hater t-shirt. One of my friends received this email and he's probably 70 years old and he's a huge San Diego sports fan. And, um, he has a relationship directly with Dean Spanos. And you know what he said to me? He goes, dude, this is getting really immature. You know, you're, you're still ranting and raving about hating on the Spanoses. He's like, dude, I don't hear anywhere near the anger in San Diego that I used to hear about the Chargers moving. Most people have just either gotten back on the bandwagon or moved on. Nobody's hating like you are still hating. This is a really important person in my life, you know, and I was kind of embarrassed a little bit. So, of course, I blamed Alex. But listen, um, my phone this morning when this this all went down was blowing up with people celebrating these firings. And again, it's not because two good people just lost their little job. No, these are two big stars of, of NFL football. And I say stars, I don't, when you get paid three, four, $5 million and you coach or you're the general manager on that level, you're a big star in your industry. It's only 32 of those jobs. Okay. Those guys got fired. They're not going to starve. They're going to have plenty of money in the bank. Put it this way. They're in way better shape than we all are. Okay. Um, financially. So the celebration is not their firing. The celebration is you went to the big market. You play in the greatest stadium on the planet. It's not yours. That's okay. Your team is worth more than it has ever been worth. And the Raiders who were shut out last week, 3-0. They lost an NFL football game 3-0 last week. They scored 69 points on you or 63 points. And they they wanted 
They wanted 70. They wanted 70 plus. I was rooting for them to get to 70 and 70 plus. It's not a celebration of two decent people losing their jobs. It's a celebration of organizational humiliation. Brown, you got anything to say here this afternoon? I'm just waiting on my turn, dog. That's oh, all. Dog, you, you, you're, you're waiting all. on my turn, dog. I can't wait to hear what you got to say. Just waiting on my turn. Just waiting for it to get to me. So <clears throat> it's not a celebration. It's not, it's not a celebration at all. This is this was due. I, I when he got fired, I was brainstorming some things, and I ended up writing stuff down because I, I knew it was gonna. I was gonna have to wait. I didn't want to forget. So in three seasons, guys, you're loud today. All you had, to, I, I don't know what's going on. All he had to do was take a timeout. He would have been a playoff team. He didn't. That got screwed. Thanks, Rich Passaccia. I think it was he wasn't supposed to take a timeout, but he did take right. a timeout. That's what I'm saying. He took a timeout, right? and then the other team got mad and said, all right, I got one for you. Mm -hmm. Then blew one of the largest leads in the, in, in the history of a playoff game against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. That's when he actually should have been fired, by the way. So he hung around 14 games too long. The and then largest. you give up the largest. And then you give up 63 to a team that didn't score at all last week. Not a single point. So for anybody saying that this is a celebration, not a celebration, the guy should have been fired. He, did, he wasn't good at the job, period. And season after season after season, it kept ending with a third. He should have been fired. After right. he blew that playoff game. All right, hold on one second. You're so loud today. I don't know what it is about your microphone today, but you're blowing my ears up. There's nothing here that was been any different anywhere before. <laughs> I know. So I, I, think I don't know. I, I don't know if it's your actual laptop or computer setting microphone level. You got to turn it down a little bit because it's distorted. Oh. It's yeah. I'll check. It's not it you. It's yeah. your. It's just your right. mic is right. is distorting. And we want, I want people to hear what you're saying because I me, think everybody's same. agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, me too. I think that what you're saying today is actually really important. You've come at this from a different and yet uh, added. How's that? We'll see. How's that, Alex? Because there's a, there's a, new, uh, there's a new thing on here in the settings that says uh, reduce <laughs> mic background noise. New. <laughs> so it looks like they've made some changes to the settings here. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. Is that better? Is that better? My background is reduced. Maybe, maybe, yeah, for maybe, now. maybe give it like three or four inches away from the microphone. How about that? I, I, I sit at the same place every time. I don't think it's no, that, but okay. No, no, you're all up in it like this right now. You're all up in it right like this. But if you was back here like this right here, you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, I'll back up. Uh, again, that's why that's why this guy's fired. Nobody's celebrating. And by the way, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not the first person to say this. This isn't a good job. This isn't a good job. I keep seeing people on TV say, oh, this roster, oh, it's not a good job because it all goes back to the main reason why it's not a good job. Mm -hmm. The owner, you won't have the resources. You're, you're, you're going to be in salary cap hell. You, the Jaguars were a team in disarray. Their owner spent money to try to fix the problem. The Raiders find money and find ways to fix their problems. Like every organization that you think is a joke they found ways to like the texans are ran in a very weird way they find ways to fix problems this is the only organization in football they don't have any money and they don't even try to find ways to get money you know you You're, say that you say that and there's a guy driving around out there going what do you mean they don't have money they they paid the quarterback they paid bosa 
they they have that's a what you new, have to do you right. have to do those things Boy, they, they have a brand new they have a brand new world-class facility that's not theirs i listen they're they're renting it that's right somebody's building it and now that person who's building it has a 30-year tenant in it hey man it's expensive to live in california not everybody can afford a home you don't own your. You got to rent stadium. You got to rent your practice facility, yeah. man. That's California, baby. Ain't hey, hey, nobody listening to this radio show uh, who rent their apartment will tell you that they own that thing. Paint the wall and find out. Okay, hang something and mess up the wall. Break the doorknob. Okay, let something go wrong with the electrical. You don't own that apartment. He don't own that building. Nothing. He report all his problems. He don't fix them right. when it goes to that stadium. Right. So I'm just saying though that. That when we when we say how poor they are, you know, it's it's hard to really understand that, you know, how could Mark Davis, how could he pay a coach and a general manager to leave, and while he's still paying Gruden theoretically, and you know, the answer is is that Vegas has been very good for the Raiders as an organization financially. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, but we, uh, but 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 in the hold on, hold on, but in the same tune, you can't tell me L.A. couldn't have been just as good for them. Seems to be doing fine for the Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Chargers' problem was that they didn't want to spend money because they probably weren't good enough to spend the money to build a stadium and own the market that is San Diego. And by the way, I'll tell you something. I know we're talking ancient history, but you know, you think about how now the Super Bowl is going back to Santa Clara. Mm -hmm. The Super Bowl is going back to L.A. Mm -hmm. it, it's going back to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just keep it. It's making its first appearance in Las Vegas. That's what was lost here, you know? And, and again, I blame the Spanoses for leaving and I blame the city for not keeping. And I don't, I do not blame the taxpayers for not wanting to contribute because I do, they, they'd, but they ruined the relationship. And that, I and that do. goes back to everything you just were saying. It's not a great job. Everybody thinks the Chargers job is such a great job. It's Los Angeles. It's this new stadium. It's this great quarterback. It's this roster on defense. It's not a great job because unless, here's the unless, you ready? Bill Belichick takes the Chargers job and tells Dean Spanos, your son reports to me. I don't report to him. Do you understand? I'm making all football decisions because I'm Bill Belichick and your son, nice young man. Yes, he's been around the game his entire life. Yes, he's been around the league his entire life, but he doesn't know football the way I know football. So if, if you're Bill that's, Belichick <laughs> and they got right, the, That's not the fix. This, this is not a good job. So are we just talking GM now? Are we talking coach now? Period. It's, it's two jobs now. You know, and I know you're saying like, well, if Belichick comes in, it's just one job. And that's I understand for him specifically. But are we if we live in reality, it's not going to be Bill Belichick. Correct. Like it, and even if it is Bill Belichick, he's 71 years old. Right. You know, and like he's way, not he's not a young dude that's taken and, over a franchise. And, and, and he and, it ain't like he's questioning where he at. No, and listen, and every guy that has left his organization and gone on to become a head coach has really Same. failed. So so why would you think that Bill Belichick is going to bring the Patriot way to the Chargers or the Raiders or any other team? All right, listen, we're just getting going. The Chargers were humiliated on national television last night, and their answer to that is fire the coach and fire the general manager. Justified, celebrated, however you want to look at it. That's our lead story, and we're coming right back to the Seven Mile Casino Studios.
Hey, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're coming to you on radio on 1090, blasting throughout Southern California, worldwide on YouTube. And I know, guys, that on days like today where there's a major story, like the Chargers firing their head coach and their, their, uh, their general manager, after being humiliated on national TV by the Raiders last night, we're going to have a huge YouTube audience today. So for everybody that's in our YouTube audience, let's get involved in that live YouTube chat. Let's throw a thumbs up, come down below and comment, make sure you're subscribed and even share, click the share button today and tell all your friends, yo, uh, Kaplan and crew are on right now and they're going nuts on this charger story. So make sure to all of the YouTube chatlins out there, you're really the people we need to help us keep growing. Okay. So um, to everybody on audio podcast, glad you're here. And tonight on television on Channel 4 San Diego and the Cox Yearview Network. Okay, so we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. And I want you guys to understand something. Again, if, if the Chargers lost last night on Thursday Night Football with a backup quarterback and they just looked presentable, chances are Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco are going to make it through the season. And they're, mm -hmm. they're going to get fired at the end because it's another year wasted. But they're, but they're going to keep their jobs till the very end. Yep. When you are on national television on Thursday night football, when you're playing against a Raiders team, that's been a, a organizational rival from the beginning who, who last week was shut out. Dude, the Raiders lost last week, three, nothing to the Vikings. They got shut out and, and they lost three zero. You say last week, literally three days before. Right. Three it, days, dude. It was the previous weekend, but it was <laughs> yeah. it was it was the Sunday. So the now Sunday this is, to Thursday. <laughs> right. This is the Thursday game. Yeah. You're on national TV playing against a team that was shut out last week. Both teams have, you know, essentially backup quarterbacks. One coach is under fire. One coach is trying to find a way to keep a job. Both teams are five and eight. You're playing for who's not going to finish in last place. These are our Long-time AFC West rivals. But remember, these are also two owners that tried at one time and failed miserably to build a stadium in L.A. to share together. And then what happened is when all of this moving stuff was going on and it looked like the Chargers and Raiders were trying to create this very strange partnership, it blew up. And the relationship between the Spanoses and Mark Davis, that blew up as well. Because the Chargers decided to go jump on L.A. so that the Raiders didn't jump on L.A. Turns out it was a great decision for the Raiders because they own Vegas and Vegas is looking at massive growth. The Chargers went to the big city. They want to be in the same category as the Lakers and the Dodgers. The Lakers have LeBron James. The, the, the Dodgers now have Otani. The Chargers want to be on that level. The Rams already have a Super Bowl, and they're not even close. The Chargers want to play in that pool. And this is what happens when you get beat down on national TV, where there are more Raider fans in L.A. than there are Charger fans overwhelmingly, and you get beat up that bad, people get fired. Let's put last night into more perspective, because in my opinion... It was the perfect storm for not only Brandon Staley, but for Tom Telesco. Their shortcomings of their current positions were on full display last night. So number one, Tom Telesco. Um, no Justin Herbert, no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams, 
no Joey Bosa. And really, Austin Eckler is about to get benched because they know they're not going to have him in anymore. So they're playing Isaiah Spiller, who was a fourth-round pick, and they're playing Joshua Kelly, who was a last year's pick or something like that. So your roster and its shortcomings are on full blast on national television. You have, on the other side, you said backup quarterback. This is an interim head coach. Let's not forget that. This is an interim head. This is a team already in shambles who had lost three in a row and were maybe we were going to start asking the question, are they quitting on Antonio Pierce? So when you have that situation on that end where a backup quarterback on an interim head coach, five and eight, three losses in a row, just got shot out three days before, and you're down 21 nothing in the first quarter because on your side, your players have quit on you. That is a full display of an NFL team quitting on their head coach. I don't care what the postgame quotes say. We saw it on the field. So you got Staley, who lost all control of his team, with a backup quarterback, who, by the way, has been an, on the active roster as a QB3 for, what, four years? Why? Was he that good that you had to save a roster spot for him for three or four years? And then, to top it all off, you're in Las Vegas, the NFL's new sweetheart of a location. Every, you always talk about Scott when when the Chargers were on national television. It was a it was basically um promotion for the city. All the shots of Hotel Dell, all the shots of downtown, all the shots of beautiful San Diego, La Jolla. That's Vegas now. You're getting all the shots. You see the Formula One building. You're seeing you know all the Las Vegas Strip. Boom. So you're getting all that. Like look at our shiny new location. Thank you, Mark Davis. And then the cherry on top. Dean and John Spanos on TV, looking miserable, in a suite, the whole game. They found him early, and they showed him the whole game. And then... And you know who's say, in the suite with them? Tom Telesco was in the suite with him. For like a quarter, and they're like, you need to go. You need to get out of here. Uh, and then, in my opinion, what was like, they just put it on a platter. So the cherry was them being there. The platter was, it's Al Michaels. Who's already like miserable calling Thursday night games. And now you're giving him a straight up beatdown of a team he's very familiar with. And he's already sounding salty for, for decent games. Now you're giving him this game. And now they're showing you, they're literally putting videos of what is chargering on the television. A, a, a term that we might have invented, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. I don't know mm -hmm. where it came from. I know we've been using it for a very long time. There are graphics on your screen with the definition of charging. It was the absolute perfect storm. There's no way, zero chance that either of them were surviving last night. And I think I just laid it out why. Like that was, See, if you're a hater, if you're a hater, that was a Christmas present. It was a beautiful uh, thing for you. If this would have happened in week four, he wouldn't have gotten fired. It's when this happened. So, I, so you are correct. But if did it wasn't necessarily that the score and the result, it was when the score and the result happened. Because if he'd got if he'd get up sixty three points in week five or week three, he wouldn't have been fired. It's just the way that the season's being laid out, and then you lose your quarterback. Because this is where I don't necessarily put this on Tom Telesco. If any team loses their starting quarterback, look around the league. You lose your starting quarterback. Browns look good. Vikings look good. 
The Brown. Vikings look good. The Vikings had three points last week. They look good. The Vikings there's, look good after losing their – they're going to Nick Mullins. What do you mean the Vikings look good? There's they're the sixth seed. No, Relax. They're the sixth I seed. The Browns still are feel like Browner's super loud. I still feel like he's got to be over-modulating like crazy. I'm just telling you that the, the Bengals are winning games. The Vikings <laughs> are winning so games. Don't get so upset about it, bro. I'm just here. I'm, I'm no, here. but, bro, you're doing I'm this here. right here. You're doing this right here. You hear the difference? And then back here, you sound great. We're just trying to help you, man. Like, don't, don't do a little hissy fit. We're trying to help you. Trying yeah, to make you what, sound good. Dude, what you say is important, bro. People people in San Diego and Southern California, they want to hear what Big Brown has to say today. But they don't, can't do it like this. See what I'm saying? Got you. Oh, look how pissed he is. Look how angry Got he is. Got you. I don't understand why you're getting so... We're trying Got to help you. you, man. Got you. <laughs> so... Got you. Got I'm going to do this now. Are you upset that, that Staley got fired? Is that what's going on here? Are you upset about no, it? Because I am. Upset. I'm not upset at all that Staley got fired. He deserved to be fired. I explained why he deserved to be fired already. I don't I don't care whether he got fired or not. I just, I don't, it doesn't make a difference to me. I mean, I'm a Herbert fan. I'm a Justin Herbert fan. Okay, they fired Unk. So after that, I really, it was what it was. <laughs> right. As far as the head coaches go. Yeah. Do you think it's funny in hindsight, Browder, that like Anthony Lynn has been the most qualified had a head record. coach? Uh, no, he's yeah. been the most – he's actually – they probably fired the wrong guy. Like, they probably should have given him more time. The, of Honestly, all the people the, – all the people they didn't give more time, I wonder why he didn't get more time. Oh, your representation? I, I wonder why he didn't get more time. Isn't yeah. that ironic that, yeah. you know, you let this guy let the train run off the tracks a couple of times. That's cool. You know, you let this guy end the season in historic fashion three times in a row. That's cool. You know, Anthony Lynn have a rough season. Oh, you got to go. No, at least <laughs> they gave him – at least they let Anthony finish the season. And they gave him four. They only gave Staley two and two-thirds. Little BS. Little BS. Come on, yeah. man. You think he deserved to finish? You guys want to play – you guys want to play a game? Okay. I thought of this earlier. I wanted to quiz you guys. You Let's play a game. Name that Charger coach. You ready? Okay. In their first season, nine wins. In – I'm going to – I'm just going to bullet point it, and then you tell me who it was, okay? Okay. In their first season as head coach of the Chargers, nine wins. Okay. In totality, one playoff appearance and fired after a losing season. Name that coach. Um, every one of them. I thought Marty Schottenheimer got fired after a winning season. He did. Right. Okay. Um, okay. How about um how about I'll say so um, nine wins okay. in their first year mm -hmm. as a coach of the Chargers, one playoff appearance. Okay, I'm gonna say Mike McCoy. And fired after a losing season. Okay. Say Mike McCoy. Okay. That's one of three. Okay. I'll say Anthony Lynn is two. That's two of three. This guy and, had nine wins, didn't he, in his first season? And Lil Bing, BS. bing, 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 ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, All Brown. three of them have done the exact same thing. Team effort, Brown. Browder, yeah, because, I'm telling you. Because Mike, the, Mike McCoy won nine wins in his first season. Anthony yeah. Lynn won nine wins in his first season. Brand Staley won nine wins in his first season. Mm -hmm. They all have only they all only made it to the playoffs one time. Although Lynn and McCoy did win a game when they made it, and they all got fired with losing records. Amazing. Show us how bad it was, though, last night. I mean, just to put this into perspective, this was like the greatest win in terms of points the Raiders have ever had. And by the same token, it was also like the most humiliating loss that the Chargers have ever had. And there's all kinds of data to go along with that. Yeah. I was going to pull this up on the screen here in a second. Yeah, it was. Well, I think you are. It was, See, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't think this was the worst loss. That's that's the wild part about it. I didn't I didn't think this this is not worse than a playoff loss. 
It's not. Oh, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, no, to be yeah, up 27 nothing <laughs> and to lose in the playoffs, yeah, that's a way worse loss. I just, yes. well, I, I think, you know, the guy, maybe, maybe they didn't quit on Brandon Staley because it was 21 21 in the second half. You know, maybe he went in the mean? locker room and did a resound. What do you mean, what do you mean it was 21 21? Yeah, the second the score. half. The Raiders oh, scored the, 21 oh, and the Chargers oh, scored 21. Oh, gotcha. It was the first half. Anyways, uh, 63 points. That's the third most points in NFL history. Obviously, we saw that the Dolphins scored 70 earlier this year. Right. Uh, and then and the Washington team scored 72 in 1966. That is the most points, obviously, scored by the Raiders. That's the most points, obviously, allowed by the Chargers in franchise history anywhere they've been. The 42-0 halftime lead was mm-hmm. the second largest halftime lead in NFL history. 2009, the Patriots were up on the Titans, 45-0. Mm. Eight different Raiders scored a touchdown last night. A fat guy, a skinny guy, offensive guys. It didn't matter. Eight guys, that's the most touchdowns by a different player since 1950. Here's some very di- deep dive stats for you. The 42-point victory is the largest for an interim coach in NFL history. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the 42-point loss is the largest by a quarterback in their first career start. That's Easton Stick. So there He's you not go. good. He's not good, by the way. He's not good. So pick somebody else. Yeah. Pick I just somebody found somebody else. I listen, I I thought I think I texted you guys at some point. I was like, well, this is gonna be utterly pointless to watch this game tonight. Two five and eight teams, backup quarterbacks, no one's going anywhere. And they gave us that. And I was like, this is the best game i've See, ever no, watched I, disagree. I, w- I was locked in every snap price picks baby price picks had me locked in i was paying attention to every snap every throw uh they put up 63 points hunter Renfro, you can't get a catch bro you can't get a yard you had one target they had 63 points you had one target bro they might you're be upset. for you to retire you're you're upset because of your prize pick play oh yeah yes yeah. i'm really upset with the charges over this yeah, yeah absolutely dude i cannot believe last night on prize picks i i literally put in both quarterbacks to go for more than 224 and a half passing yards. And for some reason, I don't know why I actually thought I didn't complete the transaction. When I opened up my prize picks account today, I saw that I had all this money in there and I'm like, what, what the heck? I actually asked my son, I go, did you play my account last night? He goes, no, I looked it up. I went to my past entries and I Mm -hmm. won my $20 play last night turned into $130, six and a half times my money last night on prize picks. So I would have been, I had, when Joshua, so Joshua Palmer basically got, I think it was 80, uh, what was 60 something yards on a, on a long touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. One catch, boom. Cause before that, I didn't even know he was in a game. I thought he was hurt. I was checking a roster. I was looking for where do I find snaps? Like I'm looking for this dude. I don't even know if he's playing one catch. Boom. That took care of that. So now I'm on the ropes because Quentin Johnson, you only needed 50 yards. He got half of that, 23. And Austin Eckler, bro, if you don't want to play, just just don't take the field, man. Just don't. I You lost done, so much money this year. He, he did. He lost a lot of money this year. He Austin lost so Eckler, much money. Austin Eckler is now going to be the kind of player that goes to, like, the Rams, for example. For $2 and, million. And thinks, yeah, like he's going to get, like, a call it $3 million, $4 million, $5 million mm-hmm. contract with incentives to hopefully get back to what he was making. You know? I know. Hey, listen, um, let me do this really quickly. Uh, I'll just finish up on prize picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends. They'll match your first deposit hundred percent up to a hundred dollars Get in the game. Like we all are. And by the way, as we have our NFL picks just right around the corner for the weekend, we'll give you our prize pick lock of the week. 
So stay tuned for that. Um, but I want to tell you guys that last night while this game was happening, you know, I was on the radio up in LA and I was at a sports bar doing a broadcast and there were tons of Raider fans and they were, they were having the time of their lives. There were no charger fans to be found. In fact, somebody was like, no, there's a charger fan. I'm like, no, that's a Rams t-shirt. And like, well, no, there, there's a Charger fan. I'm like, no, that's a UCLA t-shirt. There were no Charger fans there last night. And I thought it was funny. But at halftime, when it was 42 to zero, I said to our friend DeMarco Farr, who I was on the air with yesterday, I said, DeMarco, they should fire the coach at halftime. And he said, no, come on. You don't, you Richard don't Sherman fire. Richard said the same thing too. I didn't know that because of course I was in a loud bar and I wasn't hearing the, the mid, you know, the halftime show on, on prime, but I'm, I'm like, dude, they should fire him at halftime. They, they should make a statement that what just played out in the first half was so utterly humiliating that rather than us come back out and be humiliated by what just happened, you're humiliated. You're fired at halftime. That's what I thought. Of course, they would not do that. It's, you know, let him finish out the game. Let him stand there on the sideline. Let him put him on TV. He did a halftime interview. I, yeah. What, <laughs> what, what happened? No, so as, I think, like, everybody was like, he did a halftime. Like, why would he even do that? Well, let's, you know, I, let's, Chris, this there. all out. She could have just made something up. Right. Easily. Hey, we got to do better <laughs> on third down. Yeah. You know, we, there you we, go. we can't, we can't turn the ball over so much, is what Brandon yeah. Staley was thinking. So he let's sat do this. there let's, and he took it. Let's play the let's play this out. Staley going off the field at halftime down 42 nothing. And then what Richard Sherman said at halftime, which I'm now being told by everybody, well, you know, you said he should be fired at halftime. Well, yeah, I was just kind of just kind of throwing out goofy stuff and I guess Sherman said the same thing. So let, mm -hmm. let's start off with Staley's getting wrecked 42 nothing and he's leaving to go to the locker room for halftime and he gets stopped for the halftime interview. <laughs> yeah. You described the performance of your team in the first half. This wasn't good enough. That wasn't us out there. You know, did not come ready to play. You know, second half, we got to fight for pride. But uh, it's a good group. We got to regroup at halftime. Come out and try to play a better second half. Yeah, wasn't good enough. If he would have just cried at that point, I would have been okay. <laughs> if he if had just said, what happened? He, <laughs> <laughs> he slipped it in, though. He slipped in the truth. <laughs> we could have known. Did you, did you, we're smart enough. These guys hate me. Gosh darn it. People like me. <laughs> I, I would have had a lot more sympathy for him, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't us. Wasn't us. Oh, man. I what would understood, he, it, man. What he's slipping is the truth, Alex. We didn't come ready to play. Yeah. I mean, ah, duh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell me we something I don't it know. Too, bro. Now, what did they fly in Wednesday night? And did everybody just go out? Because I knew like the new that new that new casino just opened in Vegas. Were they all there? Like they looked like that was the game was the last thing on their minds. Yeah, I mean, just like why didn't he just say the truth? Like, hey, um, so we played on Sunday, and um, you know, you all saw how that went down, and we don't have our quarterback, and we really only had like a day to prepare, and that's the result. What you just saw is the result. See, I. No one will buy that. This kid's been backing up this team the entire year. This wasn't mm -hmm. like, hey, we just had to sign this guy on Monday because we lost our guy on Sunday. This dude's right. been sitting around for a while, mm -hmm. for a while. And to give you that performance, the second he fumbled that first ball, I think the rest of the team went, yeah, this is going to be a long night. Mm -hmm. It's going to be that a long because 
that pick six was impressive by the it was sweet. It that was, was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was like Spider Man ish. I believe there was six turnovers by the Chargers yesterday. I mean, it just it just would not stop. It was five. They kept fumbling and getting stripped. Right. Four fumbles lost, one pick six. And, and listen, you know what we're doing? We're beating up on the Chargers. But, you know, the Raiders, remember, they were shut out the week before. Max Crosby was supposed to be hurt and wasn't going to be effective in any way. The the Raiders, they apparently did come to play. They did come out and go, we were shut out and lost at home 3-0, man. That's not a good team. The Ra- no. I watched every snap against the Vikings. That is not a good team. No. The, and what they did to the Chargers, who the had already Bears beat, beat them. them. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It, yeah, it, bears are good. Yeah. No, no, right. no. The old bears beat them. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> the old bears beat them. So listen, let's let's play this out now. So coming up, Richard Sherman agreed. They should have fired Staley at halftime. We'll hear that. And then Staley's post-game press conference. We'll get to all of it. Coming right back to the Seven Mile Casino Studios. This is Kaplan and Cruz. Stick around, everybody. All right, everybody. Hey, let me uh, break in here at halftime and wish everybody a great holiday weekend, obviously, coming up. I want to encourage you again to think about your holiday shopping and how our partners can help. You know, I love these guys at Mushroom Life because Brett Weiss gave to me and Jason Lawhead this Mushroom Life facial cream. Dude, I use this every day and I have I've told you guys this is a little embarrassing, but I have these like um, like dry spots right here in between my eyes and right over here left eyebrow. So I use this product every day. And here's the thing. Um, these products for mushroom life, they're a plant-based medication. And you're like, well, what, what do mushrooms do in terms of medication? Well, they send you this literature and they explain to you what the name of the mushroom is, um, and what it's can, you know, what its medical effects are considered to be. And so, um, all these different mushrooms, one is designated, uh, packed with antioxidants and fights free radicals for longevity. Um, this one is called the smart mushroom and it's, you know, anybody who needs help with memory, mood support. Um, and also it's considered something that's very good for your nervous system. So there's lots of different reasons to try mushrooms as a plant-based medication. And so if you need them for sleep, if you need them for mood support, if you, uh, need them for any sort of, you know, um, energy, telling you, man, try them out. Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And Brett will send you $50 worth of Mushroom Life products when you buy $50. So again, trying to help you out here for the holidays and, uh, and see if, you know, if any of our sponsors can be good for you. I'll tell you another one that could be really good for you. These guys right here, Athletic Greens, AG1. Um, I take this every day because I'm on the road, man. I'm freaking, listen, I'm no busier than everybody else. Everybody's busting their ass. Everybody's working hard. So I'm no, no, busier than you. I'm just, I'm just putting in the hours, you know, and I'm schlepping all over the place. I'm up in LA. I'm at a hockey game. Then I'm out at this casino and there's lots of people there. And then I got to drive and then it's late at night. I mean, dude, I'm putting it in, you know, this product right here, take it every day, every single day, some water, some AG one. When you buy it, you get those five free travel packs and you get the one year supply of vitamin D and you'll need it. And I need more vitamin D. And so all I'm saying to you is it's a great product awesome holiday gift. I gave them out to everybody last year for the holidays. And, um, that's that gift of health, man, you know, fight off what's going on out here in the world right now, uh, in terms of germs and stuff. All right, listen, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's get back to the show.
Yo, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. By the way, you're looking for something to do this, this holiday season. Seven Mile Casino is not like some mega hotel with a really cool, uh, you know, music scene, you know, where you've got like Motown hits from the 70s coming in um, and you got a big giant buffet and thousands of slot machines. That is not Seven Mile Casino. What we are is we are Blackjack, poker, table games in a smoke-free environment that's only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego on the beautiful Bay of Chula Vista, right off Bay Boulevard. And uh, Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which you know is Sammy's Woodfire Pizza out in the real world. Well, they got the best brunch on Saturday and Sunday mornings. They got incredible food. Try the Kung Pao Chicken. I know you think of them as pizza and salad. Try the freaking Kung Pao Chicken, all right? Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Great place to watch games on the weekends. So, Okay, Chargers destroyed by the Raiders. It was 42-0 at halftime. I was saying on the radio last night, fire him at halftime. Make a statement that what just played out is completely, utterly unprofessional and unacceptable. Fire him at halftime. They didn't do that. Apparently, guys, uh, Richard Sherman on the halftime show on Amazon Prime I'm being told he had a similar suggestion. Is that is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Hey, this is one of the worst first halves I've seen from a team. It look, just looks like they've given up. They've quit. They're, they they packed their bags. They packed all their suitcases. They booked their vacations, and they're ready to go. Brandon Staley, I hate, I hate to say this because you don't ever want to call for somebody's job, but they should fire him for. They should make history. They should fire him at halftime. <laughs> they should just, hey, we got an Uber X carpool outside, and we'll we'll send you on your way. Because right now, I've never seen a team come out this uninspired. And to start an Uber X carpool. I mean, not that's, even that's, like that's mean. Yeah, I mean, you, t- you got personal. An XL, uh, yeah, got, black. I got personal. I'm sorry, can I say at Uber Black? Is that okay? No, that's racist. Well, it's a black mm-hmm. car. It's not no, anything. What if it's not a black then, car? Are they it's all black? A, yeah, yeah. Are they? Seems, you have to have a... Yeah, it's like... You can have a red SUVs Uber... Only. No, it's like literally the black Cadillac SUVs only. Mm, I don't know. I think or there's Tahoe's some... And stuff like yeah. that. that sounds like something that I would say without research. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure I've anyways, whatever. Um, it's always funny to me, and Scott, you were guilty of this today too. Mm. How you know someone is about to get fired when you start apologizing for calling for them to be fired. Because we say it so willy-nilly when we know it's not close and we know mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. But as soon as it happens, or we're about to really and everybody knows, oh, it's gonna happen, everybody's like, you know, you never really want to say that someone should lose their job. But they should call an Uber carpool X for like, let's be a, a jerk after I say, I'm sorry. And let me say something. It's like, dude, it's okay to say these guys were 100% deserving of being fired. There's nothing wrong with saying that. They are pros. They're multimillionaires. And guess what? Next year, Brand Staley will be a defensive assistant somewhere else. And next year, let's go. I, I, I'll bet oh, dude, anything you want. Gar- guaranteed, guaranteed. Brandon Staley is either a defensive coordinator or at the very, very worst, a he is a, a position coach on an NFL staff or he decides, you know what? I'd actually like to go back and I'd like to coach college. Brandon Staley will be employed 
as a professional football coach, should he desire next football season guaranteed? And Tom Telesco, should he want to, will either be different, will either be a somebody's general manager Mm -hmm. or B somebody's head of pro personnel or whatever. Tom Telesco should he desire Tom Telesco will have a very nice job in the NFL next year, either being somebody's GM or being close to somebody's GM. See, I'm just saying these guys are, they have not, don't cry for these guys. They're fine. I I think Tom Telesco will be fine because he can, he can, lay out what he's done what he's done and he can always tell a prospective employer the spanos would not let me spend past this so we could have had sean payton as head coach they didn't want to go past this number look at the guys i've drafted look at the teams i've built now did i make a mistake on my head coach of course because i was operating with one arm tied behind my back mm-hmm. and i did the best that i can why do you think i kept hiring these type of guys this is yep. what they told me. To, this, is the, this is the number that they gave me. Yeah. With, oh, within the right, NFL man. salary cap, yeah. we have to spend X amount of money. So that yeah. that's why the team was so good. Mm-hmm. The reason why the right. staff was so underwhelming and the coach yeah. was so bad because yeah. from a, a financial level, they only let me go to here. So mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he'll be way, 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 yeah. way better off. I think you're right. I think you're right. LinkedIn has highlights on it. You know, like there's there's bullet points that you'd be like, oh. Not correct. Bad. Right. Correct. You'll pick it up right. and go, we, we right. call him, call it's, this yeah. guy. You know, it's, it's the same thing with going. like Juan Soto's box score. We're like, well, not bad. It's when Dude, you get him in here. Deep dive that you're like, hey, maybe not so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. So, so after the half, it's 42 nothing now. The yes. Chargers are being literally like motorboated on national TV. Okay. They're just out there for everybody. Wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Can you? When you say motorboated, what do you? Because motorboat is a good thing for me. I don't know. If it's just, right? Isn't that what you say when like a team is killing another team? They motorboated them. That's what no, you see. Yeah, right. I. Yeah. That's not a. That, to me, motorboating is good. He's been saying motorboated. He's been saying motorboated since the old radio days. This is a North Carolina, South Carolina kind of thing for Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Why? What? Because everybody tells me that I get it wrong, but I don't think right. I do. It's. Mm. I depends what you're talking about. You don't, but in this mm. particular, I believe the term is boat raced. There boat you raced. Go. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Yeah, you believe in motorboating. Right. When one team is pounding on another team, you're right. motorboating them. I was I was tweeting a lot last night. I forgot. I was running out of terms, and I should have used that term. <laughs> right. Should have used motorboated because right. I kept putting like whomped, pimp slap, ah. walloped. <laughs> I should have put motorboated. I totally what forgot. What is motorboated. wrong with you, bro? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? you can't be Antonio Pierce right up. All right, so so after the game now, so you're getting killed 42 to nothing. Ultimately, um, in the latter part of the game, I was listening on the radio on the West One broadcast, and I'm like, come on, Raiders. You got 63. Let's get to 70. And by the way, if you score another touchdown, go for two. Like, go beyond 70. You know, go for two. Like I really was rooting for them to continue Dude, the motorboating. It was forty-two nothing, and Oof. Antonio Pierce ran a double pass for a touchdown. Jacoby mm-hmm. Myers threw a touchdown to Devontae Adams, up forty-two nothing yeah. from the three-yard line. This wasn't like they needed some magic; <laughs> they were at the goal line. I thought that Antonio they Pierce they were understood. What was happening? This is the Raiders and the Chargers. You you make history against them. You mm-hmm. go for eighty. 
You go and, Kobe. You go for 81. Yeah, yeah. And, and and this way, Mark Davis knows you're a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, you, you nasty. I like you, this. You didn't run the ball to run mm -hmm. the clock to just try and get out of here. Right. Shorten this game down. Dude, you went for the jugular. And mm -hmm. I it was not it's not like Mark Davis at halftime came running down and go, hey man, listen, you know, these are my friends across the way. Ease up. You know, yeah, you know, oh, 42 dude, to Davis nothing. Was, yeah. You guys remember yesterday? Loving it yesterday. You see all his reactions? He was just oh like, yeah. He was so excited, dude. Do you remember yesterday when Dato came on the show and Dato was telling about his company's six score? And he was saying that their six score said the Raiders should be favored by nine, but they were only favored by three. I bet on the game also. Mm -hmm. I, I bet on the Raiders to cover the mm -hmm. three points. Won that one too. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm you're just... Antonio Pierce and you've lost three in a row and you just got shut out by the Vikings, how do you get your team back and how do you get your team rallied again to finish the season off with however you need to finish it? Yeah. yeah. Kick some team's ass that we don't like. Right. You know, and, and humiliate saw a wounded animal them. and kept shooting it. You know? Just stomp them into the ground. <laughs> Keep yeah. on stomping them into the ground. Right. Yeah. And Mark Davis today can sit there with Antonio Pierce and go, you know what, man? I had Rich Passaccia. Seemed like guys were playing for him. I made that move and got rid of him. I went into Josh McDaniels. Disaster. You know, um, I should have probably kept Passaccia. Cheap and guys played for him. You know what? Antonio Pierce, I'd like to see what it looks like. I realize you got Andy Reid and I realize you got Sean Payton and who knows what the Chargers future coach looks like. If I had to build a profile, he's probably the cheapest guy who's a first-time head coach who's now a hot defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator um, and is pretty, just pretty standard guy. You know, yeah. that's to me is who the chargers have always hired and it will. And the only way they go after a big name. And by the way, I beg for the chargers to get Belichick beg no, only please, because no. only because I know the way it ends. Like you think getting Belichick is going to change the whole culture of the organization. And I say the Belichick, uh, coaching staff will turn out just like the coaching staff that the Raiders yep. just had, you yep. know, it's not because, the quarterback. because he, you will, even if you say, Hey, you know what? We don't usually spend $12 million on a coach, but in this case, we're justifying it because we're giving him the GM title and we're giving him the head coaching title. So it's two jobs in one. Do it. Please hire Belichick because it has already been proven. Belichick without Brady is He's not a champion. I just want it for content. I want Bill Belichick weekly press conference. I want Dano to just question Bill, BB. And I want Hacksaw to end up at a press conference with Bill Belichick. Like, I just want everything that Bill Belichick brings if, to that team so bad. If Bill Belichick takes this job, it will be because they have given him some piece of ownership. Mm -hmm. There's no way. And I mean, no way. Is that allowed? He would. Was he was, Brady trying to do that? And they said no. As a player, I don't think you can do that. As a player, well, I don't you guys want to coach? You, guys, you probably can. I have some some more news as far as who's taking over for the Chargers, but we should let's let's get to the Staley and Pierce stuff before you. Okay, because right. Browner, you might love the new GM. The new oh, GM. The new yeah. GM. Well, the interim GM. Is it Mina Kimes? No. Uh, okay. You want to hear from Antonio Pierce as to why he ran up the score on the Chargers? Yeah, let's hear. It. No, listen, at the end of the day, it was, it was all sportsmanship, you know, but at the end of the day, listen, when you just score zero, I ain't going to stop them boys from scoring. I'm not, I'm not going to stop them. You know, we, we was on the other side of it last week and it felt a certain way and, hey, you know, no apologies here. Sorry. 
<laughs> sorry, not sorry. Thank you. Thank you. That's a man's answer. That's yeah. an honest truth, man. Hey, yeah. bro, we didn't score last week, and this locker room was sad. Yeah. Totally. We smoke cigars this week. We yeah, popped the yeah. 63 on these boys. They yeah. we needed this more than they not cared about the sportsmanship yeah. of yeah. running it up on them. I ain't apologizing. Sorry. Sorry. I love it. I love it. The end. I'm not apologizing. That was great. That Sorry. Was great. Yeah. Great answer. Now, what about what about our man Lil BS? Okay. So <laughs> obviously, we all know I told you guys this. When you lose the media room, you've already lost the team. And yesterday, first question. Will you be the coach tomorrow? You expect to be the coach here tomorrow? I don't know that. Do you, do you think you should be? Yes. Why? I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and um, you know, I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. Um, but again, this isn't about me. This is about a, a group that's hurting in there. We got to get some rest, and we got to get ready for Buffalo. They do. They Bruh, do. If it's, <laughs> okay, here's my here's my biggest problem with this guy. You're the defensive coach, so if the offense, if if Easton Stick stunk, and that's just what it was, and we didn't score, okay. But you were giving up point after point after point. There's only so many like excuses the person can make, bro. Like that was on your head last night. You knew you had a rookie quarterback going in there. You could have done some type of defensive, gave a speech or something to fire these dudes up, to not embarrass you, bro. That was an embarrassment off the top. Mm-hmm. Off mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. It escalated fast, for sure. What do you mean? I, 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 I know what I've done here for the last three years. You have? Because I do, too. Again, you, you shouldn't have called a timeout. You would have had a playoff appearance. You didn't. You blew the largest lead in the history of a playoff game, and then you gave up 63. That's what you've done the last three years to end your season, bro. That's why you're unemployed now. That's why. Brandon Staley, if my math is correct, the Chargers in 2021 gave up the fourth most points per game. In 2022, they improved. They were the 21st. So there was like 10 teams worse than them. And this year... They went back down, and now they're the 28th ranked points per game. So as a defensive guru, you have bottom, 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 bottom defenses for three years. If you take over that team, if you take over that team, outside of quarterback, do you blow that whole defense up? Because it, it hmm. they have Well, players, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Brown. But they're hurt. Like, Here's like it is it is crazy the parallels between the Padres and the Chargers right now. The Chargers don't have a choice. They're 45 million dollars over the cap already for next year. This is going to be mm. a drastic not only cuz you're getting a new GM and you're getting a new coach. Justin Herbert's your quarterback. Everybody else in my opinion is on the Can market. Go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you you look yeah. at a guy like Keenan Allen who's still really a great player, but he's older, he's injury prone, he makes a lot of money. And, you know, if you can't keep him healthy and, and you look at Mike Williams, Mike Williams got to go. I'm sorry to say it. And, and the unfortunate part for that is, is that they drafted a guy in the first round this past year who's not nearly as productive as they'd hoped. He's a bust. And, and, and the two guys that were drafted behind him are much better for in Minnesota and in Baltimore. And so if you look, there, there's just a lot, there's a lot of change that's going to come. Go ahead, bro. 
let's ask this question in association to that. If they lose out, they might have second, like the third pick. If you now, nah, you might get somebody in there who really want to cut cut everything loose. What could you get for Herbert? And honestly, if you want to, what would prevent you from not tearing it all down? Correct. Like, why Th- would you this, not? This is what I'm asking. You're in the perfect right, position right. to do so. Well, you're right just going because you can basically your you, problems. You're but you can turn all problems. these you can you can turn all these dudes into cheap draft capital contracts. And basically, compress all the money you owe because we know they cheap. Compress all the money they owe. Get a rookie quarterback with the second or third pick because that's where they're going to end up landing. And then you can really, you can legit have somebody come in and start this thing over from scratch. Yeah, because here's the thing: because here's the thing, you can't count on Joey Bosa. You cannot count on Joey Bosa. You cannot count on Mike Williams. You cannot, you cannot count. You cannot. Can't count on Keenan Keenan Allen to make it through a full you season. Cannot. Cannot count on Austin Eckler. Well, he's gone anyway. Clearly, well, I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just making the point. These are all guys that you, you probably are willing to part ways with. Yeah, I think that you have Derwin James, James as well. I think, yeah, I think Derwin James is your safety, and I think Justin Herbert is your quarterback. I'm sure you have linemen that are like, like Rayshon Slater's not going anywhere. But there's like, right. really, the majority of your team is up for grabs. Whether well, let, so, to cut, whether to trade, whether to release, whatever it is. But you, you made a point though. You said you're gonna love the new like interim GM. So I know there's already oh, a lot of talk. One out. more Staley. One more Staley. Yeah, okay, wait. Uh okay, play one more Staley and then we'll one get more to Staley. This. Go ahead. Uh because he was asked, like he tried to defend himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Better prepared to play tonight. It, everything. I didn't do anything well enough to get us ready to play tonight. So if that's the case, then why? Why should you be the coach if, if that if that games true. games like this games like this happen in the NFL to every coach that's ever coached in this league? You can look at any great coach that's ever coached in the league. Sometimes games like this happen, and I don't need to retrace history, but it's just it's part of sports. Sometimes there are games where it doesn't go right. None of it, and you got to put it behind you and you got to move on to the next thing. I wish somebody Four would have times. said to him because I was I was listening to that. Four. I wish somebody would have said to him. Hey, so like, but like by way of example, what do you mean? And then he could have said, well, hey, did you see Sean Payton gave up 70 points earlier this year? Or, hey, did you see how the the uh, Patriots got ham slammed earlier this year by the Cowboys? You know, I mean, that's that's Payton and Belichick. I'm giving you an example just from this year where these guys took massive, embarrassing losses. But, you know, he's got this defensive tone to him. Eh, such a shame that they fired him. So now you got... Interim coach and interim general managers have been named. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, interim coach, outside lamp linebackers coach, Giff Smith, is now the Chargers interim coach. I cannot wait believe a minute. Not not not, not, not Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore? No. Not what? offensive coordinator. Not defensive coordinator. You went to what? the position coach rather than the coordinator. Think about how messed up that is. You're the defensive coordinator, and the guy who works for you is your linebackers coach, outside linebackers. Your your outside linebacker coach just went ahead of you to become the head coach. Okay, who's the GM? And Browner? What? Representation. Oh. Interim general manager. JoJo Wooden. JoJo Wooden? All right, brother. Who, who, who's that? Who's okay. Jojo Wooden? He's that's been who Jojo the, uh, Wooden is. You're looking at him. That's who Jojo Wooden. Uh, he's been the player 
what it's he's been the director of player pro personnel since 2013 so okay. another yes hey, man, man. Right. Listen to the, the, right. shout Somebody out to the chargers hiring a brother in, in, in a high level position yeah you think they gave him a promotion and paid him more no 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 they just said hey man can you do this for a couple of weeks we'll get some coupons yeah we'll get some coupons when you're a general manager and you're in the last few weeks of the season what do you do <laughs> I mean, Wait, nothing? what a joke right hey this segment yeah this segment of capital and crew being brought to us by our friends at mushroom life mushroomlife.com slash great friends browner you got to get up there man you gotta get I, up there i'm gonna try to get up there i'm gonna try to get up there soon mushroomlife.com slash great friends you buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, Brett Weiss sends you an additional $50. You say, well, what are Mushroom Life products? This is a plant-based medication. They send you literature when you buy, and it explains to you the different names of the mushrooms and what their medicinal benefits are. So if you need uh, a pill to go to sleep or you need a pill to you know, arouse yourself, you guys know what I'm saying. Um, they have, they have plant-based medications that replace all the pills. Go to Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. All right, coming up, our picks for the weekend and more on this Staley firing next. Hey, great friends. Friday afternoon on Kaplan and crew. Got Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Everybody listening on radio on 1090, glad you guys are here. I know today, big crowd coming in on YouTube. So make sure you're getting involved in that YouTube chat because everybody wants to hear about the Staley firing, the Telesco firing, what the Chargers are going to do, and the national humiliation that was that beatdown last night, which, by the way, most people probably turned the game off at 42 to nothing at half. 42-0. I think San Diego started tuning in at 42-0. Probably so. Probably Honestly. so. Seriously. Yeah. My phone, I'm telling you, 9.30 this morning, people were blowing up my phone. Christmas has come early because not only are these guys getting fired, and again, it's not about wanting people to get fired, but again, these are rich people. These are not people that are worried like, how am I going to pay for my kid's school? How am I going to make my mortgage payment? Oh my God, what's going to happen in my life? Both guys will have new jobs. Both guys will still get paid big money. Both guys got tons of cash in the bank. You don't have to feel sorry for them. It is a production business. AJ mm -hmm. Smith used to say it all the time. The, the, the old, you know, nasty, mean-spirited GM of the Chargers used to say, it's a production business. It's simple. Wins and losses. That's how you're judged when you're a coach and a general manager. Yeah. Tom Telesco, he stood in front of John Spanos for many years, taking those bullets. And finally, the humiliation of getting beat down on national TV on Thursday Night Football by the Raiders, who were shut out the week earlier, the, Sunday, this past Sunday. Zero points in a game. Zero. And that's why, rather than stopping at 42 nothing, that's why the Raiders continued to pound on the Chargers, as if they were trying to get to number one in the country in college football, old school style. Would you like some reaction from the great friends? I feel like we have, there's, we've gotten so much interaction on the post about the firings. I could read some comments to you guys if you'd like. I, I would love that. Or maybe... Um, yeah, I would love to see that. And I'll tell you something else. Next week, you know, we've been doing these great friends catch-ups. We had on Craig Dato yesterday. We had on former producer Carlos Montoya. We had on Fat Tony. We've got Nate, next week Jason Finley, Paul Vaden. We, you know, old friends of the show. Um, you know what I think we should do next week, Alex? Hmm. You're not going to love it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, we can do it. I don't care. I think next week we do a great friend Zoom. Uh, 
Yeah, we got to figure that out how, but yeah, we can do it. No we problem. do a great friend Zoom. We put people on radio. We put people on TV. I say we do it next week. What do you think? Sure. All right, let's do it. Okay, you were saying. Uh, reaction. Uh, yes, James S. I-89. It's a great day to be a San Diego Chargers fans. Uh, <laughs> Arnold Metz. Tom Telesco's gotten a free pass for far too long. Uh, Troy, this is like the common theme here, though. Mm -hmm. This is terrible news. I wanted to see the dumpster fire continue. That's Troy mm -hmm. Stanley. Uh, New York at, from Kamzy DJAK. These are terrible Twitter names. Shoot, I kind of liked Staley. He was great for LA. Uh, Pablo Martinez, they got to fire John Spanos as well. He was in charge, blah, blah, blah. Uh, iTech, because the owners can't fire themselves, Spanos equals Greek for loser. Uh, Anthony Idol, remember him? Yeah. Come on, Belichick, baby. You know you want that beach house. Come to LA. Hey, uh, Anthony Frank Idol, shout out to the champ, man. Shout out to SoCal Wrestling champ, Anthony Idol. Um, I communicate with him all the time on social media. Frank Figs 760, bring back AJ Smith. <laughs> uh njs87 bruno san diego saddened by this hoping the next gm coach will provide the same mediocrity and dysfunction we've grown to love uh who needs by the way i wish you would show i wish you could put all these tweets on uh on well, i'm the reading screen. on my phone it's instagram i'm reading oh. on my phone oh. uh who needs 619 such good news chuck denton our old pal chuck denton mm -hmm. no doubt this was coming even spanos had to see the inevitable decision had to be made a lot of laughing and crying mm -hmm. emojis uh that's a common theme here Johnny J36, worst franchise in history. C C O N 1619. Fire Dean Spanos. Uh Jay Zambrano. Enter Belichick. Hashtag LA Lame. Hashtag mm -hmm. lost again. Hashtag Los Angel A's. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. There's a lot of there. Oh, Eric J. Nelson Realty. I'm frankly disappointed. Mm. Um <laughs> hey by the way a shout out to, shout out to chuck denton who you mentioned earlier without chuck denton last year we would not have gotten to the final four in houston chuck denton set up the entire yeah. jim nance thing last year because he's a longtime great friend we love you chuck and your family yep um seal vl underscore soul i swear tom telesco was fired two years ago um yeah there's there's a lot there's i know lot. i'm reading them so now i coming, didn't keep i didn't coming, realize you're you know? doing it yeah go onto our instagram kaplan and crew on instagram and uh, make sure you like the picture that alex posted which is the chargers fired tom telesco and brandon staley and then uh, make sure you get involved and uh, and leave a comment um and man, follow us what a what a crazy thing yeah follow us on instagram kaplan and crew Gif so smith gif gif smith you should look up his bio i mean how do you how do you say we have an offensive coordinator here we have a defensive coordinator here mm -hmm. and we're going to give our interim head coaching job to that guy over there you know he's doing a hell of a job coaching outside linebackers he's doing such a good job coaching outside linebackers that he actually outshines the guy he works for which is the defensive coordinator yeah I've been telling Browner, and I officially no longer agree with myself. I've been telling Browner the Chargers should have fired Brandon Staley because they should give Kellen Moore a shot. That dude's not going to be a head coach anytime no. soon. Like no, they've not. gotten so much worse under him, so much worse under him. Uh, Giff Smith, uh, fifty-five years old, out of Georgia Southern. He's been uh, an NFL assistant since two thousand ten. Mm -hmm. He was a, a college assistant. From he was a graduate assistant in Arkansas, Georgia, Georgia Southern. He was wide receivers coach, and I always love it when they switch over. Mm -hmm. He went from wide receivers coach to a defensive line coach in Tulane for a long time, Georgia Tech D line coach for a long time, Buffalo Bills coach, 
Buffalo Bills D-line coach for three years, Tennessee Titans D-line coach for two years, San Diego slash LA Chargers coach D-line coach from 2016 to 2021, moved to outside linebackers coach last year, and now interim head coach. Okay, so there, there's another guy. So they took the they took the general manager who's been working in the organization for 10 years in some personnel department role, and they took yeah. an assistant coach that's been with the organization since before Staley was hired. Mm -hmm. So they uh, know Jojo, this guy. Jojo Wooden, the interim GM, has been with the Chargers since 2013. He is currently the director of player personnel, now interim mm -hmm. GM. Spent mm -hmm. 16 seasons with the Jets from 97 to 2012. So he's been in the NFL for a very long time himself. Okay. Well, hey, listen, um, great. I'm the interim GM. Did they give you a promotion? No, they gave me a new title. Did they give you a new office? No, not exactly. Mm -hmm. Did you make more money? Nope. Will you have an opportunity to be the new GM? Mm, probably not. I've been kind of part of the problem, haven't I? Yeah. So, wow, what a day. What a crazy day. It's Friday afternoon, and early this morning, the Chargers make a move of this magnitude after being humiliated on national television last night. Crazy. And Do I'm telling you right now, stuff to play? let's see. Th there's some there's some people out there that are like, dude, enough, enough with the hate, blah, blah, blah. Dude, they do this to themselves. And those of us who um, will always resent the Spanos family for moving this franchise out of San Diego, we rejoice in their failure. You know, it's pro sports, man. It's fun. Um, you cheer for your team. You cry when your team loses. You have a team that you're loyal to. They leave you. You decide to hate on them. You root for their failure. What? Relax, everybody. I think yes. I also think yesterday <laughs> yeah. was kind of how people feel in general. Like, how many people were? How many Charger haters made it a point to sit down and watch yesterday? Probably not that many. But as soon as that score was getting like wild, like like Monstars versus Looney Tunes. People probably flocked to their TVs to watch. It's one of those things where it's not top of mind anymore, but I still don't want good things to happen to them. And when bad things happen to them, man, I really like it. That's It's that simple. It's that simple. Listen. Uh, okay. I'm going to be him. As observer that I am. This week. Yeah. I'm going to be him. I'm him? You're not No, I'm going to be him because, Scott, I don't, like, I don't like what you're doing today. I really don't. Wow. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to front for the people. We've oh, all been agreeing real. all day today. Now don't we're going to disagree in the last. No, second. no. I'm going to be real with you, bro. Okay. And then we're going to get to our NFL picks. Go ahead. If anybody should be mad at the Spanos and hold a grudge to the day they put the mic down, mm -hmm. it should be you. Yeah, I know. My son should says be you. My son yeah. says the same thing. So right. for for they any made person, it personal, right? Friend or yeah. friend or foe. To get an email and say, "Man, you should you should be embarrassed by." It. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Because you know what he, you know what he did that no one else did. Nobody take no money out your pocket. These spanos did. These spanos reached into your pocket, felt around, not for what jingles, for what folds, and pulled it out. So if anybody can, if anybody talking sports radio in Southern California got real smoke with that man, it should be you. Because oh, if a man if a man robbed me the way he robbed you, you got to see me in the parking lot, bro. Yeah, you got to see me in the parking lot. Man, so, for, for, yeah, for those of you that are missing the Amen. story, I, I, had, I, I had a friend of mine who is of someone I really, really love and someone who I really respect. And, and you still can. And you and he, still can. Right, and he received our our email last uh, two Fridays ago. And, you know, hopefully everybody's on our email list. If you go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and you scroll to the bottom, you can put your email in. And every Friday we send an email. 
I know people send email every day, like email marketing every day. I delete, delete, delete. Uh, we only send on Friday. So this friend of mine received the um, the day that we had the the uh, Spanos Hater T-shirt, which we we launched that day. And he saw the email. He's like, dude, enough already. It's embarrassing. He goes, I don't hear the anger on the streets of San Diego like I used to hear the first couple of years. It's over. Why are you still hanging on to this whole thing? And I'm like, I kind of felt like a little embarrassed about it. And my son said to me, he goes, I don't know who this person is and I don't care who this person is. Bottom line is this. You had a job working for CBS. CBS had hired you to do the Chargers and the Chiefs game, game one of the Chargers in LA. And on Thursday, they called me and fired me because Dean Spanos and the Chargers ownership said he can't come on our sideline. He can't come in our building. He is a mortal enemy of the Spanos family and the Charger organization. And so they behaved in a way like a big billionaire bully might. Hey, Mr. Little Radio Guy, we're going to get you fired. And they did. That's why I don't have like this whole thing. Like when multimillionaire coaches and general managers get fired, because they're only mediocre. I don't cry for these guys. And and as I'm, far as celebrating the Chargers' mediocrity and probably less than mediocrity, and particular celebrating it on a much bigger stage, yeah, it's it, there. I, I understand why you think I should take it personally. Man, listen, I again, I dance, 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 dance on the grave, bruh. Dance on the grave. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care what you email me all you want, bruh. Unless you're gonna put that money back in my pocket to to make up for what they did. Don't they, I love and respect you, but we're going to have to disagree. we got to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. I'm going to see you at another time on a different subject. It ain't going to be on this one. Cause uh, I'm, I got kids to feed. I got bills to pay. I got a girlfriend who like trips. She like nice stuff. She got kids in school. I got a, a, a lawyer. I got to pay. I got bills, bro. I got bills. So unless you're going to help me with some of them, don't tell me how to feel about a man who took money out of my pocket and I can't put hands on him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, nobody. So don't come on here. I, I, don't you no? Don't say this no more. You don't have to preference your comments by saying I don't want this to. Yes, you want this organization to burn. As a great man once said, "In a time to kill." Yes, I hope they die, and I hope they burn in hell. You know what I hope? I hope they sell the team. I hope they sell. We the all team. do. I yeah. don't know. I don't know about that. To be honest, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like okay they sell the team they ain't coming back i know so like what's the point like that's yeah. just another it's just another yeah, they're not coming back can, can we and put they're, that not too? they're not coming back right. and they're not they're selling not. Let's well, put that Dea, Dea has her way they might sell all right let's do, this. let's do this we, we've kind of celebrated this whole fiasco all afternoon here uh as we go into this nfl weekend we're going to make our picks because we, we've got a pretty tight competition going although Grande Damas here once again has taken a big lead in our You're fine, big. Well, pretty. We big. didn't pick yesterday. Well, no, we did not pick last night's game, but we all know that we were all well. We we kind of gave it to everybody as the Raiders, you know, because Dato Dato had made the point yesterday that that the Raiders should be nine point favorites. So I bet the Raiders yeah. to cover the three. All right, I Alex, mean, let's... were you gonna? I text you. Were you gonna take? I text you guys. Were you gonna pick the, the Chargers, Browner? You know, I'm picking representation with Justin out. Okay, so, so we were all going to pick the Raiders, right? So just give us a little black. No dub there. Got it. Got it. You had Antonio Pierce representation. Mm-hmm. Okay. All day. Mm-hmm. All right. So we were all going to pick the Raiders. We'll right. we'll chalk that up to a win. Okay, but this is where we stand through 14 weeks of the season. Uh, I am 26, 19, and 2. 
Scott's 21, 21 and two and Brown are 22, 20 and two. So listen, four game lead. If you would have listened to us all year, you're in the green, right? Cause the worst we're doing is even. And Craig said, if you're above 50, that's good. Yeah. All right, let's all, pick. Well, me and Brown are above 50. Let's pick yeah. this week's game. Hey, um, our NFL picks this week are being presented by our friends at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Use Try our out. promo code AMAZING. Brown, have you been down to California Holistics yet to uh, pick up that little gift we left down there to fight you? Going today to get that thing from under the tree. I, I. Uh, get that tree from under the tree if you know what I made. I do. Uh, promo code is amazing. You save 20% at California Listics and Tori Listics uh, for all your favorite brands, all your favorite products, whether you use cannabis for sleep, for your mood, for energy, for pain. However you use cannabis products, you get them at Tori Holistics and California Listics and you use our promo code amazing and you save 20%. All right. All right, boys. We're going to start off with the uh, LA Rams who come off a very uh, brutal loss to the Ravens, but looked good. They are now hosting the Washington Commanders and they are currently Six and a half point favorites. One oh five PM kickoff from SoFi. Yeah. I don't love the line, of course. CBS game, by the way, not Fox game. Interesting. I'm gonna take the Rams. Um I, I, the the Redskins are one of those teams that you just never play. Who? The, the Redskins, uh, you heard them. Yeah, the Redskins. Wow. Racist. I know. Sorry. During the holidays, um, dude. Yeah, commanders, you know, might be, might be. Call you Uber Black and playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, <laughs> the Rams showed me more in their loss against Baltimore. Then, you know, I think I've seen from them all season long. And so I'm taking the Rams to cover this game. And I think that, you know, Washington's in bad shape. They're probably also going to be looking for a new head coach and a quarterback. So I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to take the Rams. That's it's funny you say that because Sam Howell's what scares me. It's six and a half. Sam Howell has these random games where he'll just throw for over 300 and a couple touchdowns. But the, the, the commanders, they're on their way down. Uh, so I, too, will will go Rams six and a half. Because I think the Rams have to win. They know that they could be a playoff team, but the chances are they probably got to like win out if or maybe lose one. Mm-hmm. So I'll take Rams. Okay, I got I got a, I got a couple weeks in the season before I need I just start disagreeing so I can make up some some ground here. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Rams because I just I agree with Alex. The Rams the 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 Redskins are in disarray. Their coach the knows he's fired. The Their offensive coordinator knows he shouldn't have taken that job. Mm-hmm. It was a big mistake and by Eric Bieniemy. Massive, massive career error by him. You should have just Honestly, kept standing next to Andy Reid, brother. Commander's offense not that bad, dude. No, no, and it's the Chiefs' not offense they're... looks bad. No, it's just him. that he. It's just that he went to a loser. That's all I'm saying. Yes. That, 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 yes. That, yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, let's let's all keep right. going. What's the next game? Uh, is this the show? Super Bowl 2.0. Bears Ooh, at Browns. Bears Ooh. at Browns. Joe Flacco signed a four million dollar contract. A bunch of incentives in there. A million dollars to make it to the Super Bowl, two million to Joe win the Flacco. Super Bowl. Wait, wait, one million if they make it to the Super Bowl, two million if they win the Super Bowl. I believe that's what I read this morning. Okay, mm-hmm. top of mind. We've uh, in Cleveland, ten a.m. kickoff on Fox. Cleveland, three point favorites. Mm-hmm. You two pick this game. I don't have to pick this game. Uh, Browner, what are you? Gonna, I want to tell you one thing that scares me about this first. game. I, I know. I want to tell you something that scares me about this game. The six score. Remember, we were talking to Dato about this yesterday. The mm-hmm. six score is all in favor of the Bears. Mm-hmm. And I your mean, best defensive healthy. player. Yeah, they got one arm. You're not. Uh, I think QB for, number four, dude. Like, mm-hmm. of course the Bears are healthier. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Bears are playing the best defense they've played in a really, really long time. They did lose Yannick Ngakwe for the year with a broken ankle, but he wasn't really doing much anyway. So I like this as a revenge game from Justin Fields because his first start of his career 
Matt Nagy threw him out there with no plan, and he got sacked like 17 times. So I'm taking the Bears. I'll happily receive those three points, and let's go Bears, man, because they're going to crush Joe Flacco. He don't move. I'm gonna, he don't move at all. I'm going to take the Browns, obviously, just because that's where my heart's at. And if you're a real contender, if you are really positioning yourself for the postseason, you should win this game. You have to win these games. Both know? sides. Right. So all right, in the hunt. what's what's the next one? That's it. You guys are done now. It's just me. Okay. Um, Vikings at Bengals, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, NFL Network. By the way, all three games on NFL Network tomorrow. So this um, is on Saturday. Your, your Vikings play Saturday. Yeah, we play Saturday tomorrow. Um, we're on quarterback number four, Nick Mullins. Uh, our backup quarterback's not Josh Dobbs anymore either. He got demoted to number three. So, oh God, uh, yeah, Bengals. If 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 the Vikings win this game, they join the Browns by being the only team to have four different starting quarterbacks win a game. I don't think that happens because the Bengals have actually looked pretty good with Jake Browning because he's smart and all he does is throw it to Jamar Chase. So I'm this hoping Nick Mullins is smart and only throws it to Justin Jefferson. Um, but I still I have no confidence whatsoever. I don't know how we're a six seed. The NFC must be terrible because we're it a six is. seed. So I will take Cincinnati to cover. Okay. Going to go against if, your team. Dude, if I if, saw that game against the Raiders, I have no confidence whatsoever. Mm -hmm. If the Vikings can find their way in the playoffs, head coach of the year should be a serious candidate for the Vikings head coach. I would say well, it's a it's a race between the Vikings and the Browns. If either one of them agree. gets in, that's your coach of the year. I um, agree. Doesn't, <laughs> well, throw in the Rams too. They're not no, going to make they've it. They've had Stafford. They've had yeah, Stafford. Right. But, but no. seriously, they were not expecting. And but that's, if, by the way, that's if they make the postseason. If. But, if you're but they've had a quarterback, season. though. Yeah, Four quarterbacks each? I know. And you make a crazy. playoff? That's crazy. My dog Wentz never even took a snap yet. Oh, I'm Listen, I'm, I'm hoping Stefanski wins head coach of the year. I, I, I am. Hey, listen, um, everybody stay right where you are. Uh, radio listeners, we're going to come right back and jump directly back into this story. I mean, it is the story of the day. Here in San Diego, in L.A., the story of the day is Otani, you know, had his press conference yesterday and and that's the big story. But in San Diego, believe it or not, the bigger story is the Chargers. They don't even register in L.A. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. We're coming right back, radio listeners. For everybody that's on podcast, let's go get uncensored. All right, great friends. Hey, we are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. To all of our Cox viewers watching on television tonight, San Diego, Orange County, L.A., Santa Barbara, we've been doing these great friends catch-ups. You know, earlier this week, it was Fat Tony, and he was telling us about making San Diego smile. And we raised all that money, and we had 150 kids each get a $100 gift card and go into that Walmart in Chula Vista and be able to get their Christmas gifts. And thanks to everybody who either contributed or participated. We appreciate you guys. Um, earlier this week, we had on Carlos Montoya, our longtime producer years ago, who now opened an art gallery in Carlsbad and is having this rock and roll, historical, artsy sort of show that's going to last for the next two months. And we wanted to support Carlos. Um, yesterday, Dato was on. I mean, how many years did we spend in Dato's office at the racetrack? And we wanted to promote his company, Six Score. So we're, we got all these um, these great friends catch-ups happening. Grande Brownman, I got to introduce you to a friend of mine who I've got to give some love to here tonight. So this lady has practically raised my fourth child, Julia, <laughs> because mm -hmm. as a single dad who's been schlepping all over Southern California and working like an animal for the last few years, Julia's practically grown up in her house. And then, by the way, her daughter, Mia, Julia's best friend, has spent a lot of time here too. 
So my friend April Mosebrook has a band called April and the Funk Junkies. I've seen them perform all over in all the little local spots. Tonight, Friday night, they're playing at the Belly Up, and you guys know what a big deal it is because Lawhead was on earlier this week, Ooh. and he was doing stand-up comedy at the Belly Up. To be yeah. on that stage is a big deal. So, guys, meet my friend April Mos Mosebrook, who is performing tonight at the Belly Up with Hi, April guys. and the Funk Junkies. Hey. How about that? Hey, Hello. Guys. And yes, Julia is my second daughter. Mia's an only, so I'm I'm always grateful to have her here. I love her like yeah. she's my own. So yep. thank you for loaning her out. She, um, she yeah. loves you. She loves you. And I actually the other day she said to me, she goes, Yeah, I just went and did yoga. And I go, Who'd you go do yoga with? She goes, April. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I love it. I think that's so cool. So April, tell us tonight, April and the funk junkies on the stage at the belly up. And this is gonna happen at what time? You guys are on stage at what time tonight? Nine o'clock. And actually, it's a little bit different iteration. April and mm -hmm. the Funk Junkies is our cover band that does funk, R&B, pop, disco. Tonight, um, it's that same group of guys with a couple of extra players. And we're a tribute band. And we're actually called Man, I Feel Like Shania. We're a Shania Twain tribute. So a little bit different than what you may have seen before, Scott. Um, I am so happy that you're telling me this because <laughs> I'm thinking of myself as I looked at the show. I'm like the guys who are the headliners tonight, they're like a, a tribute band to like some old time sort of country honky tonk kind of stuff. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, April and the funk junkies are going to have that place rocking, <laughs> dancing and going crazy. And then these like old time country music, honky tonk guys are going to come on. I'm like, that doesn't seem to make sense. So I'm so glad you're, you're correcting me. Thank you. Yeah. Well, just, just, you know, kind of amending it. So yeah, it's actually one guy, Tony Sirachi, I believe is how you say his name. One guy that does Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, and Johnny Cash. He has a gal that comes in with them as well. So yeah, we're going to tee up the audience with a nice Shania Twain tribute. Shania Twain is an amazing artist, as you guys probably know, um, and that I've loved for a long time. And we wanted to get on the belly up in the prime time slot. And to do that, we put together this tribute band. Uh, we played around a bit, but this is our big belly up debut tonight in prime time at nine o'clock. I heard oh. you say R&B. What kind of R&B you be playing? I read the Franklin. Okay, okay. What else? You know, okay, I'll, I'm, I'm trying to hit some some Keith Sweat or something. Let me see what, what, what you got up your sleeve of R&B. Well, I do some Prince. I do some Michael okay. Jackson. I don't know if you, you know. The, the I mean, I don't, know, I don't know who Shania Twain is, but I know who Prince and Michael Jackson are. You don't know who Shania Twain is? Well, then you no idea. Yeah, she's white, so he doesn't know anybody who's, you know. He's only into representation. No, he's only into representation. Give me one of her songs. What she be singing? Man, I Feel Like a Woman. You know that song. I think I heard yeah, that song before. Now, you know that song. So that's where right, the okay. name comes from. Man, I feel like Shania. A little play on words, a little pun there. All right. Okay. Um, so okay. I, I've, I've been watching April put this band together um, where she, again, you know, April and the Funk Junkies, uh, that they do. They they rock the crowd. Okay. But this, this Shania tribute, I've been watching April because she'll put on shows for her friends so she can kind of, you know, work out some, some material. And uh, this is going to go over really well. And I'll tell you something right now. Um, tribute bands are like the biggest thing going. And if you have a Shania, cause I don't, I've never heard of anybody having a Shania Twain, you know, tribute band. Oh. I know people who have, um, a queen tribute band and I know people who have a Foo Fighters tribute band and I know <laughs> people who have a Pearl Jam band. I mean, I know every, I know all these guys who have these bands, these tribute bands. 
A Shania Twain tribute band is a great idea, April. Thank you. Yeah, I don't believe there's one anywhere in the area, and tribute bands are the hot ticket um, at the belly up. Pretty much in order to get that primetime slot opener or headliner, you have to do a, a tribute or something that's really focused. You know, the, the cover band, we play happy hour a lot, and it's, you know, just more general, a lot of different genres, genres with cover songs, but this is all focused on Shania. When did you... When did you start? When did you start singing? When I was a kid, I started in church when I was seven or eight okay. years old. I used to do Oh Holy Night" every Christmas, and I did it for twenty-five straight years. Where are you from? I moved away, Arkansas. I can hear a twang in there or something. I don't know oh, if that's yeah. the right word. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeehaw and howdy. So, and you know, and, and so kids do it. Oh, ooh, pig suey. Well, she didn't, she didn't respond to that, to that Mr. Arkansas. Oh, I missed it. Right Ooh, it. Sorry, you guys are all talking about. <laughs> yeah, we can. I know. We all talk over each other. Really about football this year, but basketball. Go Hogs. The so, so at what? At what? At, at what age did you really like dive into singing? Was it just in church, or did you take it and start doing your own bands, like in college and and as an adult? Yeah. Great question. Um, I started in church and then around my little small town, I would do like entertaining at community events, pageants, things like that. And then I did some pageants in college. I did musical theater and the same kind of thing, competitions. I didn't join a band until I, after I graduated college. Um, and that's when I started working with bands and I kind of joined established bands and I was the female singer and I kind of worked my way up um, until I started to own things with April and the Funk Junkies. And now this Shania thing is completely my creation. And I put it together from the bottom up and built the whole thing. So, yeah. So tonight, um, tonight at the belly up is uh, April, not and the Funk Junkies. April's Shania Twain tribute band will hit the stage. And Brown, I know you and I, a lot of times we hear something good at the belly up. We wind up hanging out. Um, yeah. I know Rachel's saying yeah. to me tonight, she's like, Hey, we've got a couple of holiday parties, but if we can go see April perform tonight, um, let's go do that. So if April and her team are going to be up on the stage at nine, I'm kind of thinking I'd like to be there tonight. I'm going to be in the area. Excellent. And it's, it's a short set because we're the opener. So nine to nine 45 only. So make sure you get there. Doors open at eight 30. Um, we've sold, we pre-sold close to 400 tickets. Nice. Which is great news. Yeah. We're really stoked about that. So, uh, you know, maybe get your tickets online or get there, you know, in time to get in line so you can get in by nine and see us. It's going to be okay. so much fun. Yeah. Brown, you're going to be in the area tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to be in Solana beach tonight. Play us. So oh, I might really? roll through that bad boy. Really? You really, you're going to go Browner to our goes up there a lot, man. You're going to be in our spot yeah. in Solana beach tonight. Dog? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be up be in the, the spot, south? baby. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. Well, you're going to be right around the corner then dog. I know that Brown. You got to come. <laughs> I will. You know, you done messed around now. All right. You got, you have one brother up in there rooting for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you got to meet my band members. Yeah, they're all brothers. Yeah, got yeah. So the funk junkies and this band is basically the same, and then we added a steel guitar player and a fiddle player, and yeah, a couple brothers. How do you know what? To, how do you know what to add? Because as as the leader of a band, that's got to be hard when you want to go down this list of music that you want to play. But it's also probably hard to find musicians that can carry the actual tune. Yep. And and hey, uh, we got about thirty seconds to go here, so let's uh, yeah, let's do it. I'd like yeah. to hear the answer also. Steel guitar and fiddle are key in a lot of country songs. I mean, to me, that's what really makes country music. So to have those players added was so important because these country songs feature a lot of that. So those are kind of my featured guys. The fiddle guy's going to have a big solo that's quite impressive. 
um, it's it's going to be a good show. I'm super stoked. Okay. Tonight, the belly up. April Mosebrook, my longtime friend and like second mother to little Julia. <laughs> uh, April and her band are going to be doing their Shania Twain tribute tonight. And um, she goes on stage at nine. She got from nine to nine forty five. Browner says he's going to be in the area. Um, that means me and Browner will probably hook up tonight and go to the belly up. And that means everybody will come up to me and say, where's Alex? April, <laughs> um, thank you so much. And uh, so looking much forward to seeing you. You got right, it. Looking forward to seeing you. All right. Stick around, everybody. We're getting right back to this Charger story next. All right, guys, Friday afternoon and getting uncensored here now. What a day, huh? Like this was one of those shows where I just knew all four segments of the show should have been about the Chargers because I think when we look at like the YouTube stats on a day like today, we're going to see oh, yeah. that a much, this is no different than like when Juan Soto leaves for the Yankees, we got a lot of people tuning in. When Peter Seidler died, sadly, you know, when major mm -hmm. stories happen with our local teams, um, lots of people tune in. And with the Chargers being just destroyed and humiliated on national TV last night by the Raiders. I knew we were going to have a lot of people tuning in because my phone was blowing up with people who were all so stoked about this whole thing. So glad we stayed on track today. Oh man. Good. You know, like the only bummer is that it happened on a Friday. Whereas like, I feel like by the time we come back on Monday, it'll, it'll all be worn out. That's my only bummer. Right. Like that's it, the new cycle. Know, of normally it happens now. on a Sunday. We could talk about a Monday and then boom, 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 boom. You know, like we talked to Otani every, every freaking day this week. Um, we didn't talk about him today, but um, yeah, man. It is, uh, is it like, I feel like San Diego, this is the other thing too. San Diego fans have just been getting kicked in the nuts for the last couple of weeks with the Padres. Mm -hmm. That if you're a San Diego fan, that's a Charger hater. This was like good for you. Yeah. You a little like, yeah. it's almost therapeutic, you know, like, Hey, the baseball team is struggling, but at least the Chargers suck. You know, like that's kind of at least what I took from it. Cause it's been bad, you know? And then the Dodgers getting another freaking pitcher and oh man just yeah. you know just yeah that that was a gut punch man because yeah. you know you know this guy's not gonna pitch so you feel like okay you dodged a bullet right now with otani and pitching yeah but then they come in with gas and it's like bro what what are y'all yeah. doing yeah and, and doing? i gotta be honest is this with you, even real money i don't because i don't know that's a shout out to otani dude like yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Shohei, because they, yeah. they could pay me $27 million a year now. And and listen, uh -huh. and, and just by the way, you know, I don't watch Tampa Bay baseball and I don't play fantasy baseball. So like for me, I have to go research this guy um, and, you know, I, or I have to ask my son, boy, what did the Dodgers get? And he's like, oh, my God, Dad, this guy's like a true, like number one kind of a guy, you know, mm -hmm. he can and, be. Yeah. And I, I put up his numbers. Um because yesterday I was telling you guys, I was up in uh, this casino in uh, Riverside, Yamava Casino. They were a partner Yamaha. with ESPN. Yeah, so they were a partner with ESPN. Dude, Otani decorations like everywhere. And I mean on like their video boards because they're partners with the Dodgers. And then this guy gets $27 million, And the first thing I thought of, Tyler Glass now, I thought to myself, well, if this guy gets $27 million over, the, it's a five-year, like $130 million deal. Basically, it's the new money is four years minus 25 but he already had that with Tampa one year left. Okay. But so yeah, in total, it's like five for one thirty-five. Right. Cause I think yesterday the story was that, that the deal was going down, assuming that he was going to sign on for some extension of some sort, mm -hmm. Correct. but 20, but $27 million a year. So here's my question for you guys. Now mm -hmm. you, you probably know what I'm going to ask you. He's getting 200. 
Okay, right. So Blake Snell. <laughs> right. So so if, if this guy's 27 million and Blake Snell's a two-time Cy Young winner and coming off of a Cy Young season, what does Blake Snell get per year? More the than this guy kid, know? This kid had Tommy John. Mm-hmm. This kid has not been healthy his entire career. He the most he's ever pitched was last year, 21 starts, like 100 and some innings. And he still got that. If the one thing you can say about Blake Snell is dude pitches 30 times a year. Every Correct. Year. Now it might be five innings, but, but you're gonna still, get it. You're gonna get it, and now you you can't discount two Cy Youngs. It's a, you just can't. You so can't. Doesn't, doesn't you matter. Can't. He's right. a two. One, you can Cy discount Young. his luck. Two, you can't. Uh, two hundred million. I was wondering what was taking so long. He must have known that there were some contracts coming that he wanted to see the groundwork on those first before he started really fielding offers because he's he's definitely in a two hundred million at this point. And so I, I mean, dude, he gone. Padre Michael fans. Waka, Michael Walker signed with the Royals, so the Royals got Seth Lugo and Michael Walker. Lugo, we knew he was going to get more than the seven million his option was right. for. Uh, Walker signed for the exact same deal the Padres declined, two for thirty-two with a player option after one. So he's gone. So you, you're, you're you're for sure you lost Lugo and Walker. You lost Martinez. Right. You're for sure going to lose Blake Snell unless something wild happens. So those are your, anticipate that. That's four starter, four pitchers that was a majority of your starting pitching last year is yeah. gone. They're I mean, sure luckily all gone. you got you got all those arms from the Yankees. So that's kind of we'll see where that goes, how that turns out. But losing a two-time Cy Young Award winner, he did one of those times in your uniform. Mm-hmm. Like Blake Snell was very good for the Padres. Yeah, but and I have a not question. To be able to reward him is kind of. Oof, that yeah, one stings. But, but I have a question. If I said to you that the Padres could sign Blake Snell for five years, $150 million, $30 million a year, would you do that? Yes, I how would. You, yes. How, how about you, Alex? No. Me neither. I think you've seen the best of 30 him. 30 a year? I think you've seen the best of him. <laughs> He's going to get somewhere in there, and you can't no, do a is. long deal. Oh, that's true. Maybe 200 is not possible for him. Yeah. When you, I mean, you, probably, when you put it into context like that. Unless he gets a seven-year deal because he's only 30 years old. I wouldn't be shocked if he turns up with the Giants or the Mariners at all, especially the Mariners. I wouldn't be shocked at all because the Mariners have money and no one's taking their money. Then the Giants have money, and they just got that uh, that center fielder from uh, Japan or China, wherever he's from. They got that center fielder. Japan or China. Wait a second. What do you mean or wherever he's from? Like, Is the guy from Japan or is he from China? I think he's from Japan. He's from South Korea, but that's cool. Okay, gotcha. Same type of people. (laughs) No. No, very different. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's mm. like that's you know, brothers don't like it when people say, Oh, they all look it's like right. saying Mexico, Puerto Rico, and yeah, El Salvador are the same, they're just right. not, not mean, the not. case. No, no, don't don't be that racist to finish the work, dude. Come on, come on, dog. Dog. come on, dog. what? Come on, man, come on, <laughs> what? Come on, dog, come on. You know, dog. who's you know, who I'm I'll throw it out there, Rigby, write it down. Blake Snell signs with Texas. Um, nah. no, I'm gonna say they got money, no. dog, they got no. money, and no. they Scherzer, they do. Scherzer. Scherzer's gonna have back surgery. You can't trust they, Degrom. Like, but you already got so much sunken money already in those two dudes. You can't yeah. now sink yeah, more money in the guys. You need your term. I'm they still going with Seattle. Theater. I'm still I'm still going with Blake yeah. Snow I'm going Seattle. Seattle. I'm going Seattle. Blake they Snow got youth. Home. They got youth, and they got the couple good arms already. Adding him to it would really like kind of cap off what they're doing. So yeah, I, I think, I'm booming Seattle. Oh, and you guys yesterday, you also wanted. Uh, you kept you all both yelled right away. When I said Aztecs got that quarterback from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. get another one. 
Yeah. Not yeah. another one. Yeah. Did you see not it? another one. Good. Did show show everybody it? the deal. There's a kid who's transferring from Florida State, right? Yep. Florida State uh, was the third string, so didn't really didn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a four-star recruit out of high school. Uh, was ranked the number three quarterback coming out of high school. Number three so, or 39? Oh, number huh? three among. Number, I'm just looking at he the was numbers. 30, he was screen. 39th <laughs> in ESPN's top 300. Uh-huh. He was the number three quarterback in that. Wow. In, so this yeah. guy was better. Wow. Uh, Rancho Verde High School. I don't know where that is. Is that yeah. somewhere down here? Southern Cal- it's like 90 miles. Okay. This and, guy might be better. AJ Duffy? Okay, okay. I'm gonna, that might be in a Duffy camp. Look at the tats on his left arm. Yeah, man. Lit. Is he the third string or the fourth string? Because didn't Florida State play their third string quarterback too? He finished the season as third string, but he was the fourth string. Yeah. Wow. Think yeah. about what Florida State's got on their roster. You got the number three quarterback in high school football in the country, mm-hmm. and he's your number four quarterback. That's why when you say this kid from Southern California is going to Alabama, I'm like, okay, bro. Yeah. Or you could come here and play immediately. Right. right. Yeah, you you just don't know what's gonna happen. That's By the crazy. way, you you you're the you're the top ranked high school quarterbacks. You know, top 10, 15 guys in the country, top thirty guys in the country. They're all gonna play at four different schools. I mean, it's just gotten stupid. Yeah, it's all over the place now. All right, let, let's get out of here. It's Friday. We got to go. So much love to everybody. We're back next week. So I know a lot of people are starting to take their time off. We will as well, but not until you know, like right till the edge. We're gonna go till Friday of next week. So. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. So much love. Peace out, everybody.